All right, how are we doing this one? Are we doing a are we doing a slap or are we we clapping or are we just doing a cold open? I don't know. Oh, we've already been recording for 10 seconds. Hey, hi. How are you? Happy Friday or whatever day that you're really listening to. Um I just thank you for tuning on in. And I know I promised a hate mail episode, but um I want to wait till I get some more juicier stuff in the DMs. So what I mean by that is please God send me hate mail. I love, I love the hate mail. It's so funny. Um, but before I kick things off, this is a special request from a certain somebody for a shout out. No, this is not a spade, spade, spay and neuter your, your pets, I guess. Um, this is not a paid sponsorship. It's not a paid ad read. Um, this is coming from the heart. This is coming from somewhere deep down within my gut or my chest area. The thorax of the human anatomy, if you will, right? And that is, if you are in the southern Florida area, I shouldn't say this because I'm about to get doxxed probably, but if you ever have any physical or occupational therapy needs, go see Cora Physical Therapy. They're great. Um, they took a boy who could barely walk and they made me run. Much to my dismay, and I found out that I am not very fast at running. Um, they just about almost made me fly, right? So, especially if you need an occupational therapist, which, if you don't know what that is, do not feel bad, neither did I, and I've been going to one for three months now. Um, go see Cora. Go see Miranda. Miranda will treat you right. She'll bully you, but she's great. I love her. She taught me how to handwrite handwrite how to write with my hand clearly i should have gone to speech therapy which is also an option that they do give um show me how to write again um tell me how to like like she had me draw pictures and shit which was very abstract art but it was very cathartic you know allowing my artistic expression to be shown through very crude stick figures um but yeah if you ever have any physical therapy needs any athletes that listen to the pod um or anybody that just needs any physical or occupational therapy uh go see cora right because i don't know what my demographic is anymore and no this is not a sponsored ad read but if you go in there and tell them that ty sent you from the finish it pod you'll get 15 percent off your first visit that's totally kidding don't hold any weight to that um you know it's just that's just what happens when you're a celebrity right you can just go around and just you know, say, hey, Finish It Podcast sent me. Get some clout. It's hard out here for a pimp, right? Look, I'm not saying that I'm a celebrity, but somebody in my stature, which is all of 5'11", comes with some responsibilities, okay? I was in a short film, right? Back when I was rocking a chin strap, thought I was the cat's fucking meow right now i host a podcast i'm not saying that i'm a renaissance man but um i also go by da vinci um ty rhymes with da vinci if you try hard enough um we are getting way off topic and i'm coming across like a massive douche um but that's fine because depending on who you ask that question to i may or may not be a douchebag um i still dress like i'm a college sophomore anyway 
this is turning into a podcast of me just roasting myself um, for four straight minutes now, not really saying anything of merit. So the reason why I wanted to make a podcast today, no, we're not doing hate mail. <laughs> what we are doing is I'm actually going to be addressing why, because I get this DM a lot. Hold on. Let me take a drink of my bubbly water here. Once again, not a paid sponsor. But if you want to sponsor me, that'd be fucking cool. Um, by the way, watermelon is the best flavor. You can't tell me anything. Otherwise, some people say it's lime. I say that you're wrong. Um, I'm addicted to carbonated water. But a lot of people are giving me a lot of flack for why, you know, I say that Michael Parsons, that it's a toss-up between him, um, you know, and the other. God damn, my brain is all over the place. Between him at 18 or somebody else, you know, if he's there at 18, why not take him? Um, there's a couple things, and I talked about it yesterday, right? I talked about how it comes down to character, right? And, you know, just in the... I swear to God, I don't know how to predict the future, um, but I might start playing a lottery here because as recently as a couple of days ago, um, I believe it was about one or two days ago. I think it was actually the same day that I recorded yesterday's, um, episode. Of course, they waited until after I was done. They're like, cool, the ginger's done recording. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and drop these allegations. So there are some accusations that are being dropped by a former, not dropped, but I mean like being known, you know, like a mic drop, um, drop in the DMs, bro. Um, about the allegations that are coming up against Micah Parsons. Now, these are not 100% confirmed, and to the best of my knowledge, that there is no legal action that is being taken towards Micah at this particular time, and we do not even know if these accusations are true, but they are coming from a former Penn State um, teammate who remained anonymous, rightfully so, and Due to their accusations, it is actually being reported that as many as 15 NFL teams are actually going to be passing on Micah Parsons um, after doing the background check revolving the accusations that are surrounding him. So there are a lot of things. There are actually five accusations that this former teammate of Micah's has come forward and said, and I'm going to read all of them off. And I want to hear your guys' input because I talk way too much, right? You know, I do a lot of talking. I don't do a lot of listening. So, the first accusation that this former Penn State teammate had against Micah Parsons. Now, once again, I just want to stress that these are not 100% confirmed or verified or if any legal action has been taken against Micah. But through the wire, we have heard that as many as 15 teams are getting ready to say that we are good on Micah um, if his name is still available in the draft. So the first accusation that they had is that they took their clothes and did not return them. Um, the second accusation is that told them that they, meaning Micah, um, intended to make them, quote, their bitch because this is a prison unquote the third one is that Micah had wrestled them down and at the same time was you know 
doing a humping action while on top of them. The fourth allegation, which I think is really, th these last two kind of get me as like, what the fuck did I just read? And I can't believe I actually have to say this out loud. Um, but placed in their faces, um, his, his penis, right? His wing wang in, in, into this anonymous player's face while simul simulating, simulating ejaculation. And then the final one that they have is that Micah had placed, same thing, his, his ding-a-lang on and in their buttocks. Um, and I'm not going to make jokes, right? Because these are pretty, pretty serious allegations of straight-up sexual harassment. Um, you know, um, I get where, you know, half of the, half of the argument is coming from with saying that, oh, boys will be boys, you know, that it's locker room shit. Um, the first one, sure, taking someone's clothes, not returning them, right? We all used to do that in sixth grade. Sixth, eighth grade, ninth grade, right? Just that general hazing shit. But the comments that he made and the gestures that he has made and the physical actions that he took up against another human, um, what is presumed to be another heterosexual male, um, regardless of sexual orientation, that's... That's sexual harassment, right? If it's a woman, it look. I'm. I don't want to get controversial here, but the only thing I'm going to say is that if this was a woman coming forward with these accusations, Micah would have been hung out to dry. Okay. Um, but regardless, it's not a matter of what the gender of the person that is revealing these is. This could have been an anonymous woman. This could have been the ex-teammate in this case. It doesn't really matter. Um, either way, these actions are not socially acceptable, um, and it's made enough teams, 15 as a matter of fact, to pass up on the on an incredible linebacker prospect. Now, I also hear the other side of the argument of, you know, he's a young, immature kid, right? You know, and that happens, right? We all do dumb shit as kids. And I'm not here to bury anybody on my podcast. I'm not here to do that. Um, I would never, you know, because look, I got at, at the end of the day, regardless of whether you're a Hall of Famer or you're on the practice squad um, or you're a free agent, I have respect for you, okay? Because you have made it to the upper echelon of athleticism in the most popular sport in America, the USA anyway. Um... And regardless of whether you're Tom Brady or, you know, pick any random free agent or practice squad player that you want, I respect you, okay? Because you have that level of dedication to get to the top tier, right? So either way, you know, do I respect Micah Parsons as a player and as an athlete? Absolutely, right? He's a great player. He's a great athlete, okay? But it's actions like this that can literally derail you um, as a player, right? And can really shorten your career or really even end it before it begins. Um, and I know that some people are, you know, making this into a massive story, um, aka me talking about it on a podcast here. But I just want to shed light on it and not necessarily defend my point. 
in why we shouldn't draft Michael Parsons for reasons X, Y, and Z, right? Because, look, I'm not in the front office, okay? I'm not in the front office for a reason, okay? As much as I say all of these things on this podcast, as much as I think that I would do great running the Dolphins, right? At the end of the day, I'm not, okay? I'm not in the front office for a reason, right? I'm not in any <laughs> front office, period. Um, you know, so I hear both sides of the argument, right? Saying that this is, you know, terrible, which these actions are, right? These actions are socially unacceptable. They are relatively homophobic. Um, you know, like, it's just, it's, right, we can't look past this, especially in the year 2021 with how far we've come with, you know, just treating others like humans, right? Not being dicks to, like, can we just not be dicks to each other, please? <laughs> like, can we just not be dicks? You know what I mean? Um, is it that hard to not be a fucking asshole? Like, I just don't get it. Um, but with that being said, you know, you call out a person, you know, for, you know, there's like an analogy, like you call somebody out for a speck of dust in their eye, but you've got like a whole ass tree branch in your eye. So, you know, let the person who has never done anything outlandish, um, make the judgment on Micah Parsons. Okay. Um, myself personally, um, I think these actions are fucked up. Um, and I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, well, they could be worse, right? Because regardless, this type of action is not okay, given any kind of circumstance. Um, and look, I'm going to be guilty, and I'm just going to go ahead and set the record straight. I have done some of these things when I was a lot younger as well, right? A lot of us have. I mean, not to this degree, right? Obviously, I'd never, you know... Look, I don't like showing people my dick anyway. If anybody has seen my dick, they have way too much power. Okay, especially if you've seen my dick and you've met my mother. Okay, like you have way too much fucking power over me, right? So, <laughs> I'm not saying that I am free of judgment against Mike and how dare he, sir, right? Kids are kids. He's going to do some dumb shit, but I understand if it's one time, two times, you know, I get that. Um, but these are five accusations that are not borderline, they're straight-up sexual harassment, and, you know, with that type of environment, um, one, that's not gonna fly in any NFL locker room, um, and it shouldn't fly in any locker room, period, right, um, I don't blame the individual that has come forth and decided to remain anonymous, because that is their right, right, they don't have to disclose that information, for their own safety as well as their own um, personal image, because look, let's let's be honest. Um, those are very embarrassing allegations. They're very serious allegations, and quite frankly, I felt uncomfortable reading them. I can only imagine what it is like to experience that firsthand. Okay, so I'm not trying to take anything away from this story, from this individual. Should they remain nameless, and whether these allegations are 100% proven in a court of law that's the former law student in me right um look i'm not here to make a judgment call okay i'm not i'm just shedding light 
on the Micah Parsons situation as to why I respect him as an athlete. Um, and until I know if these allegations are true or not, then I'll make up my mind about him as a person. But with that being said, I don't know Micah Parsons from a ham sandwich. Okay, I've never met him. So who am I to judge anybody? Right? Like, for God's sake, I'm a 25-year-old with MS. Right? Like, who the fuck am I to judge any single person? Right? I just bitch about sports on a podcast. Alone in my house. Um, that sounds way more depressing than I wanted that to sound. But! There it is. Right? And in the case... Uh, and, and a lot of people are saying, well, then... Then, Tyler, why are you giving light to this? If you're uncomfortable, why are you giving light to it? It's a journalist thing, okay? That's what you do in journalism, right? No, this isn't national broadcast, right? But in the integrity of journalism, this has to be put out there. In the integrity of, quite frankly, just letting the public know, hey, this has to be made known, okay? And, you know, it's bad enough that... And look, I don't want to be smirch this kid's name, right? I'm going to take another swig of water here. Use code finish it pod for 15% off bubbly. Kidding. Um, in all seriousness, I don't want to be smirch this kid's name. I don't want to. Um, right, because I can only imagine what it's like um, being in his shoes right now, especially with these allegations. Um, but also, I am not the person um, to judge anybody. And also, if these allegations are in fact true, then Micah, there should be a certain amount of guilt that you should be feeling. Right? Like, there should be. Okay? Um, just these actions are just fucked up, man. Right? I understand you're young, you're immature. So there's, so there's definitely a level of growing up that needs to happen. Um, if these allegations are true, should there be a level of punishment? Once again, I don't know. Okay? Because um, I'm not a lawyer. And I'm not a judge. Right? So I don't know. Um, but, you know, let the punishment fit the crime, whatever the crime may be, whether these are all 100% true or whether these are 100% false, we will not know until that quote-unquote day of reckoning um, shows up. So, that's what I have to say about Micah Parsons. Coming up after the break, I'm going to talk about, I see a lot of people talking about Juju Smith-Schuster to Miami. And I want to nip that in the bud. I want to nip that in the bud real quick. So, coming up after the break, we're going to talk about why I do not think we should go after Juju Smith-Schuster. All right, welcome back. I promise I didn't mean to make this episode um, kind of depressing, um, but it has to be out there for the case of journalistic um, one opinions as well as just information out to the public. So I promise you guys why I say that we should not go after Juju Smith-Schuster, and I'm going to tell you why right now. Um, there's a couple of reasons why I don't feel like Miami should go after Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, number one, if the case is to go for Devontae Smith, um, like I said in yesterday's episode, at what point does the wide receiver room become a little bit too crowded, right? Um, 
obviously, as we all know, Juju Smith-Schuster is a very, he's, one, he's got a really fun name to say, um, but two, he's also a very talented wide receiver, right? Um, he's amazing at what he does. Um, he's great. Is he, and, and, and here's the problem that I'm, I don't have a problem with him as an athlete, kind of piggybacking off of the Michael Parsons, um, thing here, kind of unironically, um, I don't really like seeing the person that Juju Smith-Schuster has kind of formed into. Um, and here's what I mean by that, right? And Pat McAfee, um, I love Pat. We love Pat. Um, Pat McAfee said it himself, you know, that there are, um, rumors going around that Juju is trying to get himself into a bigger market to build his quote-unquote brand, um, which Juju came out and later retweeted and said that this was completely false. Um, you know, whether it is true or not, right, Miami is obviously South Beach. That is a huge market, um, especially for somebody that has the personality like Juju Smith-Schuster has. And the reason why I bring up his personality in all of this is I'm a little scared, right? And I'm scared not behalf of the Dolphins because the Dolphins have nothing to do with Juju Smith-Schuster. Um... I'm scared for Juju as a person because the way that he is conducting himself, um, you know, with his recent comments about the Browns saying that they're nameless gray faces, um, the dancing on logos, you know, just, just being absolutely obnoxious. And we've never really, have, have we seen Juju Smith-Schuster being very confident? Absolutely. Right. I mean, for God's sake, he went to a kid's prom, right? So like, there's that good side of Juju that we've seen, right? The fun, relatable side, right? Oh, he plays video games like like we do, right? He streams on Twitch, wow. You know, so like, we've seen that. You know, we've seen that. But it's starting to cross into the line of... I don't want to say borderline arrogance, but kind of, kind of along that means, right? You know, where he is talking about the nameless gray faces, um, him and Chase Claypool primarily, um, have really been the tag team tandem there for stirring up drama and controversy in the Pittsburgh Steelers locker room. Um, whether it's to incite, you know, the team, you know, whether it's to look quite frankly, you know, it's coming across to the point where it's no longer fun, happy PG rated Juju Smith-Schuster. You know what I mean? Like, he hasn't come out and he hasn't, you know, done anything crazy, um, other than act like an arrogant douchebag, um, which, hey, it happens, right? Um, but we're seeing that become a sort of revolving trend for Juju, right? Um, going out, doing his own thing, and I understand, right? The individuality, I understand that, that's all there, right? And I get that, I'm not trying to take that away from you. I'm not trying to take that away from anybody right? Please be yourself. Be unapologetically you, right? Because I feel like if you can't be 100% yourself, you know, then, then, you know, what's the point, right? But also given that exact same sentiment, um, sentiment was the word of the day, um, on my calendar today. So given that sentiment, um, there comes a point where given it being a professional athlete, right? You are held to I don't want to say a higher standard than other people, um, because everybody is equal at the end of the day, 
right? There's no one person that's better than another person, despite what that person may think of themselves, okay? There's no one person that is better than another, right? But it's getting to the point where the dancing on the logos, the TikTok dances, I can't believe I actually just said that, the TikTok dances, um, you know, after the games, before the games, I get it right, you're confident, that's who you are as a person, I get that. But you have to understand how the media is looking at you, okay? And how that's being interpreted by other people that are in the league, in your position, whether they're your teammate or not, right? I mean, for God's sake, Von Bell rocked your shit, right? Because you wanted to start acting like a fool, right? And the thing that scares me is I'm not saying he's turning into Antonio Brown. I'm not saying that. But we're starting to see the warning signs of acting sort of Antonio Brown-ish. And obviously, Juju was a rookie before the whole Antonio Brown saga really became a big-time thing, right? And so that worries me. That worries me on behalf of Juju. Because I like the kid. I do. I think he's uber-talented. I think he's a fun guy. Right, I've seen some of his Twitch streams, I've seen, I haven't seen any of his TikToks, but God knows that they've been covered enough on ESPN that I kind of get the gist of it. Um, you know, same thing, I don't know the kid personally, but he's definitely somebody that I would sit down and have a beer with, right? I don't even think he's old enough to have a beer, right? The kid's younger than me. Um, I think he's like 17, I don't even know. No, I'm kidding, he's like 22. Um, but it worries me for Juju, Right? It worries me because I just see so much potential in this athlete. And I'm not letting... I'm not trying to sit here and say that, oh, it's the money that's getting to his head. Because I don't know, right? This could be Juju doing his own thing. Because it is. It is him doing his own thing. But at what point does that cross the line into... You know, there's a very thin line between confidence and arrogance... And Juju's kind of having a salsa dance with it. He's doing his TikTok dance over that line, right? He's doing the Corvette, Corvette over that line, right? You know, and I get the I get the antics that he does, right? Because that's always been Juju since day one, you know? The dancing, the always staying up with the trends, right? Because look, let's face it, I'm going to go ahead and defend him here on this point. I understand the fact that, you know, football is temporary unless you're Drew Brees. Or Tom Brady, who apparently has has not aged, right? It, at some point, it does end, right? At some point, it does end. So, I understand Juju's, you know, I don't want to say scheme, but, you know, just him being himself, relating to people, you know, whether it's for monetary gain or not, right? Whether it's for extra capital or not, right? Because I don't know. Right? I don't know what he's doing it for other than the fact that after watching Juju for the last three or four years, that's just who he is as a person, right? He's very flamboyant. He's very um, eccentric. He's very extroverted, right? That's just who he is as a person. Like, that's just his personality, right? So I understand that football is, you know, temporary, right? And eventually, one day, it is going to be taken. But also, at the same time, you know, I get the antics, but the thing that's starting to really irk me 
and not really irk me, but really concern me, I should say, is the comments. Because Juju's been relatively quiet. Yes, he's loud with his actions and his expressions. Um, the touchdown celebrations are hilarious. Some of them are, are, are a bit odd and obscure, but um, he is relatively a fun guy, right? He radiates a lot of fun, positive energy, right? He's, he's like a great guy to hang around with as a person. And I don't even know him personally, but he just gives off that. He just gives off that vibe, bro. Um, but the thing that worries me is all of a sudden now he's starting to become vocal and in a way that is a little bit jarring, calling the Browns nameless gray face. It's just blatant disrespect. Um, and I understand, right? It's football, right? I played football for years. Um, I almost played on a collegiate level. If it wasn't for, oh, if it wasn't for my bum knee. Um, but seriously, if it wasn't for injury, you know, I was on that path. So, like, I get that. I get the trash talk, right? I get that, right? Boys will be boys. You want to you wanna rile up, you know, people just for the love of the sport, for the love of the game, right? I get that. You know, there's just that competitive nature, and that's just what, that's just what guys do, right? So, I understand that, but the blatant disrespect that's come out, um, the fact that the coach has and has had to intervene because look at the end of the day, whether you're 42, whether you're 22, you're a grown ass man, okay, and your actions are not only defaming you and bringing, you know, both good and bad, you know, opinions in on the subject, um, but you're also kind of damning your team at the same time right because now people have seen and people have been seeing the Pittsburgh Steelers kind of as the butt of the joke kind of the like I've said before kind of the days of our lives kind of a team right because there's always some drama happening right it's never really about what they're doing on the field unless you're a diehard Steelers fan but for the casual fan which you know, for Steelers fans, is pretty much everybody outside of Pittsburgh. Um, you know, for the casual fan that isn't really too involved with the Steelers, you know, you see that, and you see that that's not exactly helping to fuel the narrative of, of oh, we've gotten past the Le'Veon Bell and the Antonio Brown saga. We're past that, right? That doesn't necessarily help you when you're doing TikTok dances. And look, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with doing a TikTok dance as a grown man. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. Right? Just like it's the exact same way that there's nothing wrong with hitting the nay-nay in public for no apparent reason. Right? You can do that. Right? Some people may look at you like a fool. And some people may look at you like, that's a fun guy. That's the exact situation that Juju's in. Just given just those dances alone. Right? Nobody gives a shit, right? He's dancing. Who cares, right? But it's getting to the point where, you know, with your statements, um, as well as the fact that another grown man, your head coach, has to step in and take responsibility for your actions as if you're a child, um, that's the part that scares me. Right, and that's the part that scares me about all a lot of these. I shouldn't say all of these young athletes, but a majority of these young athletes. There's a difference between swagger, there's a difference between confidence, and there's a difference between arrogance. 
And which one does he fit in? Which camp does he fit in? Does he fit into all three? Does he fit into two? Does he fit into one? Does he fit into none? Who knows? Right? Look at his actions. Look at his comments. And be the judge for yourself. Please be free thinker about this. And don't just take my words for it and my opinions and run with it. Right? Because these are the opinions that I have formed. Whether they're the greatest or not. Right? I just see this Pittsburgh Steelers saga that has been the forefront the locker room has been the forefront for all of the wrong reasons for the last three to four years now right and they want to sit there and say oh well we've moved past you know we've moved past the drama but all of a sudden now the drama is back right and the reason why I think Miami shouldn't take him are for those reasons. Once again, it comes down to character. Not him as an athlete, but it comes down to a character thing. Right? Whether it's immaturity, whether it's whatever he's doing this for, whether it's for quote-unquote cloud chasing, right? He doesn't need any more clout. People already love you, Juju. Like, you went to a kid's prom and you played Fortnite. Right? Like, you couldn't be more relatable to the NFL's fan base at this current generation. Right? Like, you couldn't be more relatable unless you were, like, a 9 to fiver, which you might be. I don't know. I don't know what you do in the offseason. I don't know. Um, You could be a plumber. I don't fucking know. But, you know, it's just that drama. And it's like I've said, you know, a success of a team is more than just what happens on the field. It's really what happens off the field. You know, what is that locker room looking like? What are, what is, what is the mentality of that locker room what is the 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 precedent and the standard that's been set in the locker room you know outside of the locker room in public personality wise i'm not saying change yourself as a person but i'm saying don't do anything to damn your own team and i feel like juju was crossing a fine line he's literally corvette corvetting over that line right so i don't know let me know what you think has Mike Tomlin lost the locker room? Is Juju just being himself? Or is there another issue that is going on in the locker room? Um, I don't know. It's 50-50 for me. I don't really know. Um, I know that him and Chase Claypool have really shown a lot of arrogance. Um, especially in the last recent weeks. Um, really more so on the fact of Chase Claypool um, in on this. But... Is Juju now coming out and starting to say these things because he feels more comfortable now that there's a like-minded individual in Chase Claypool there? I don't know, right? But as Jalen Ramsey said, you can take your shirts to Cabo, your shirts and your hats to Cabo, and you can think about it, right? Um, I think there's actually a YouTube series, actually there is, um, called Days of Our Steelers that captured the 2018 season. Um, and you can just put it you can change some of the names um, and make it the 2020 season. And it's still relevant two to three years later. It's still absolutely relevant. So there's a lot of drama. And like I've said in weeks past, it only takes one, right? It takes one and you've got to find that, that one because the 1% is always louder than the 99, right? You're always going to pay attention more. And that's the exact problem, right? Is Juju super talented? Absolutely. Um, but he's attracting all of the wrong attention with these antics, right? You're attracting all of the wrong attention. And that's 1% of who you are 
you know, as an NFL athlete. It's really more 50-50, but people are paying attention to the 1%, right? They're paying to the one person, they're, they're paying attention to the 1% of the TikTok dances and the comments and the borderline disrespect and the borderline arrogance, right? So that 1% is always louder than the 99. And you got to take that with a grain of salt. Is he a great athlete? Absolutely. I'd love to have him on the team, but he's got to mature a little bit. And I'm not saying that Miami is better, right? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that Miami is better than the Steelers. I'm not saying that Miami is a better run organization than the Steelers. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just simply calling a spade a spade and look at the... And yeah, sure, we have very outspoken people on our team. Christian Wilkins is honestly the biggest goofball I've ever seen in my life. Right, but Christian Wilkins is not Juju Smith-Schuster, and Juju Smith-Schuster is not Christian Wilkins, right? What works for Christian Wilkins is, yes, he's a goofball, but he knows that there's a time and that there's a place for it, right? Yeah, you know, he runs into the tunnel. We see him with Coach Brian Flores after they beat, you know, the Patriots. He's saying, big dub, big dub, and he's also getting hype on you know, about his teammates, but notice that there's the difference. There's the difference between Christian Wilkins hyping up his team and not himself, right? So he's channeling his energy in a completely different way. He's channeling his energy in what is a positive sentiment to the team, okay? Where people are saying, oh yeah, man, this kid's getting hyped as hell for his team because he believes on the team, right? And then there's the other side of the, I'm not going to call it selfish, but the self-centered arrogance and the self-centered aura that Juju Smith-Schuster is giving off. Um, that can be detrimental to a team. And we've saw it, right? They started 11-0. Yes, Juju was dancing all on the logos ever since, you know, up to that point. Um, like I said, I don't know what happens behind the... I hate to make this joke. I don't know what happens behind the Steelers curtain, right? The steel curtain, I don't know. Um, but it's... It's not good. Okay, it's a lot of drama. It's a lot of drama. And this is actually the first time we haven't really talked about Miami. Look at that. I'm living up to the other half of the description of everything NFL. So those are the two things that were on my mind this Friday afternoon. Let me know what you think. Um, comment down below. We finally got the Instagram working. So if you've gone to the site's website, which you can go to from anchor.fm, if you go to anchor.fm, forward slash finish it podcast um you get links directly to um one our patreon to the instagram three the official youtube channel which we still have yet to upload on um because i'm a lazy piece of shit um but we finally fixed the instagram so if you click on the instagram it actually leads you to the actual official page and no longer my personal page um so thank god we got that sorted got that figured out um so yeah Give us a follow on the Instagrams. Um, if I saw you and you had personally um, requested me because that was the um, that was the Instagram that was linked up until yesterday, so almost an entire year now, if I've ever denied your request to follow, I do apologize. I had no idea that it was linked the wrong to the wrong account this entire time because um, I'm an idiot. So that's just what's on my mind this Friday. Um, I hope all of you have a fantastic weekend. Um, I hope you all have a fantastic rest of your day, morning, afternoon, wherever it is 
whatever time, whatever place that you are listening to this. I appreciate the fuck out of you. I love you. Um, remember to give us a follow on Instagram for the chance to enter a giveaway for a couple of Tua Tonga Vailoa rookie cards. Um, I'm going to go ahead and throw that out there now. We are going to go ahead and do that. Um, we are going to be giving away some Tua Tonga Vailoa rookie cards. So just be on the lookout for that. Um, you have to follow us on the Instagrams for that. Um, as well as support the Patreon if you do feel so inclined. Like I've said thousands of times before, all of the proceeds go to the MS Foundation, hoping to possibly find a cure or even more about this mysterious condition. So, with that being said, happy Friday, happy Saturday, happy Sunday, happy Monday, happy whatever day you're listening to this. I love all of you. To the new listeners, welcome. To the old ones, me love you long time. And as always, my name is Ty. God bless and go. Miami Dolphins.